Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Be Bougie, Be Hippie. This is a space for healing, growing, venting, vibing, and discovering where real life meets the spiritual realm. I am so excited to help you dig deeper and tap into your intuition. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to this episode of Be Bougie, Be Hippie. I am your host, Eileen Desell. Happy Thursday. It is, oh my goodness, what is it? October 6th? It is October 6th. It has been a beautiful uh, beginning of October over here in wonderful New England. It was chilly. Everyone's got the fireplaces going. Um but it's nice. It's bearable right now. I am not a biggest fan of the cold, but I feel like that's such a typical New England thing is we bitch about the cold, we bitch about the heat, but yet we all still live here. So that's not what I want to talk about today. A few things that I figured I would start sharing with you is um, I take a lot of supplements and I just recently was introduced to a new supplement. So I wanted to share that with you. And then also Um, the way I read books is not like from beginning to end. Some books, I read them like that, but I have some beautiful soul sisters who have put out books within the last year. I'm reading those. I also feel called to pick up a book or I'll hear the title of a book and I'll search for it. Um, or I'll just hear overhear somebody talking about a book and then I know, okay, that's a book for me on my list. But sometimes what I'll do is I'll buy the book. And for me, I love the convenience of like downloading books on my phone or, you know, the Kindle, but something about turning the page and being able to write notes in the book, it just, I don't know, it does it for me. So I've been going back to and books that I've listened to on audio, like the four agreements, which I love. And I'll just pop that on sometimes when I'm in the car. Um, I really love having the actual physical copy of it. So right now I am reading the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. I was browsing for other books when I saw this one and I was like, you know what? That sounds like something I'm totally about. So let me check it out. Um, This is by Andrew Cap. So if you're interested in, and it seems really cool, he kind of incorporates right off the gate, right out the gate. He gives you um, some tools and you can connect to him via email and then he sends you stuff. So, so far this seems really cool. And then I didn't bring the other book down, but, um, a friend of mine, Kristen Johnston wrote a book too, and I'm reading that and that is called heal the people. So you can go over on Amazon and it's one of the top uh, best-selling books um, in spiritual in the spiritual category right now. So go ahead and pick that up. But if you do end up reading any of these, just let me know um, because I don't know. I love to connect with you. I'd love to connect with you on that. And I think it's really important too to just continue to learn and absorb good information. So what else? I have my my supplements. Um, I was talking to a yogi friend and she was telling me about maca. 
and I had never heard about it before. Um, but it's really, really good. This is organic maca powder and it's for your general wellness, but it's also for female hormones. So, um, my hormones have definitely changed after having kids and after 35, I will be 37 on the 16th and it's a really beautiful thing. Um, but my hormones have changed. So this is really cool. So check out maca. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm reading and that is the newest supplement that I'm taking. And this is funny and I have to share this because it's just kids. It's just being a mom. So I have selenite wands. If you know what that is, it's a crystal. And what I use it for the wands is for shielding. I have one on my desk right here, right now. Like I keep little ones all over the place. I put them um, above doorways and then I keep a piece and I will just shield my body. So I'll bring it kind of around my ethereal plane or about like six to 12 inches above my arm and I'll put it over my head. I'm doing this right now. And so what I'm doing is kind of just cleansing my aura, shielding my energy. And so the kids see me doing this all the time and I do it to them too. So yesterday I'm on the phone with a friend. I've got Levi home this week um, from preschool and I'm in my bedroom and I'm talking on the phone and my, I'm like looking out the window and I turn around and in his sweet little voice, he's like, mama. And he smiles and he looks up at me and he's got my vibrator in his hand, but he's just shielding me. He's coming over to me and he's smiling like, Aren't I the cutest thing ever? Look, I'm shielding you. And I just thought that was so funny. Cause I'm like, oh my God, they're listening. They know they do pay attention, but it's like, you can't make this stuff up. He's, and he had no idea what it is. He's, they've, <laughs> the kids have found them before and I didn't know what to say. So we told them that it was um, a face massager. <laughs> It's so Quinn, I found her in my drawer a few weeks ago and she was massaging her face with it. <laughs> I can't wait to tell them that when they're older, they're going to be mortified. Oh my God, the drama that's going to come with it. But yep. So moral of the story is maybe I need a better hiding place. Um, but yeah. So he shielded me with a vibrator and, um, and it was hysterical in the moment. <sighs> Hi. Hi. So today what I want to talk about is being authentically you. Being authentically you and what that looks like and what it doesn't look like. I feel like this is such an ongoing thing that we spend so much energy looking at the way somebody else is doing something and something in us goes, oh, I've got to do it like that then. Or a part of us is like, hmm, if I only did it a little bit more like her, then maybe I'd be more successful. Maybe I'd be more like, maybe I'd be considered more beautiful. So we attach ourselves to the outcome or the reaction that other people are getting. And then we try to it's deeper than emulating it. It's we, we take that on. It's almost like we are lacking something because we don't have what that person has. But the reality of it is 
there is no other you walking this earth. And that in itself is very powerful. And the more we tap into our complete uniqueness, the more vibrationally attractive we are. And this isn't just getting people to like us. That's not what I'm talking about. This is feeling comfortable being completely authentically you. And what comes after that? So if we're really just waking up with the intention of today, I'm just, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. I'm going to loosen the chains of judgment that I have on myself or comparison to others. Because what that does is it just sucks the prana, the life force energy, the creativity out of us. It keeps us in a lower vibration, which if we're in a lower vibration, then things like health and abundance and love and true happiness and deep connection aren't as possible. It's harder to really find that because we're in a lower vibration. But when we choose to show up as authentically us, maybe it feels awkward. Maybe it's very, it's non-conventional. Maybe it's completely different than who you're surrounded by on a day-to-day basis or how you grew up. But when we let go of that and we show up, then are we, we're ready. Then we're ready. Then we can say, okay, you know what? I am me. And now I can truly find success. I can truly get to know who I am. I am, I am coming forward as me. So I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to be uncomfortable. I might be uncomfortable around other people, but that's okay. Be gentle and be kind with yourself. Another thing that we do besides, you know, taking pieces of other people and trying to attach them to ourselves, which it doesn't work like that. It's like try to stick it and it's just going to fall, but we get frustrated trying to make that a part of us is we feel so lack. Well, if I just had this, then I, if I just lost the 10 pounds, then I would be this. It's like, no, that is also sucking your life force energy. I wish there was a deeper way to explain this. I guess I'm going to just try my best to say when we withhold self-love and when we focus on withholding that self-love, If we judge ourselves in the mirror, if the first thing we do when we wake up is look at ourselves and think about all the things that aren't good enough to us, instead of just letting it be and maybe thinking, okay, you know what? This is something I want to work towards, but what else can I do right now to just step into being most uniquely me? Can I just accept that this is me? That this is my physical body and there is no mistake because I am the only version of myself. So what can I do today that will honor who I am, who I am completely and uniquely to this earth? And sometimes this is deeper than a comparison or this is deeper than 
envy or this is deeper than an insecurity. Sometimes it's a trauma response and sometimes it can be our people pleasing. Sometimes it's the fact that we actually don't know who we are because we've been so conditioned to show up like them or to be a part of the family and to act like them. I don't know. I'm thinking about this. I've never been told this before, but you hear that like, why can't you be more like your sister or, you know, wow, he's doing it like that. And so we, we hold on to that. I remember growing up. So I was born in 85. And so in the nineties, I look back at these movies too. And I'm like, oh my God, like the way people, kids and adults spoke to one another, like the banter of hitting each other, the way women talked about their bodies. It's like, no wonder why it was just, it was all around and it still is all around us. But for so long, I thought that if I didn't look like a Victoria's Secret model or this is great. I remember as a kid going to guess with my mom. And it was like a department store. I remember they had these big baggy cool shirts and they had the triangle on it and it said guess. And then there were these little tie things that you could get. It was just like a little plastic circle with a loop, kind of like a belt buckle, if you know what I'm talking about. But you could take the side of the baggy shirt and kind of tuck this thing in. I want to find one. I want to find one online. Can we bring these back? And then you would pull it and like you'd have, you know, your the waist of your baggy shirt was cinched, but then you'd wear like mom jeans and Guess was super cute. And then all of a sudden I remember Guess like turning into this Barbie clothing and it was around the time in my life where I was like, oh my goodness, like is there something wrong with me that now looking at these people, like guess completely changed. Like they rebranded and now it was only for like tall, thin, tiny waist, really thin legs, women. And I remember like that feeling of almost sadness and being less than, but we carry these, these ideas with us. And it's so much more than what social media is telling us. So if we, I think a big part of right now and being awake and tapping into our intuition is really the shadow work or a part of it is stripping what we've been conditioned to think and feel and stripping the, you know what, I'm going to go out on a ledge here and it may feel so uncomfortable, but I am going to practice. I'm going to wake up with the intention of, I am going to try to be completely uniquely me today. And it can be uncomfortable. And sometimes it can be really confusing and overwhelming because like I said, when we grow up or when we're so used to taking on other people's conditioned ways, we don't get to know who we are. I had this false belief as a kid that adults just know, like they're in tune with their emotions. They're in control of their emotions. They know what they want to be. They're comfortable in their body. They're secure in who they are, confident in self. And the older I got, as I started to strip these conditioned ways or these barriers or the box around me of, you know, who I should be and how I should fit in. I realized that 
it's not something you arrive at just because you're now in adulthood. There are so many of us that are still, if not more so, lost and confused than we were when we were younger because it's almost like when you're younger, you, okay, this is the time for me to figure things out. You know, Do I know what I wanna do yet? No, that's okay. But when we come into this different place of adulthood, it's like we shut down because we've been taught that if you don't know what you want to do, you know, as a career by the time you're 25, like you're not going to be successful. You know, it, it even blows my mind now that like they're asking juniors and seniors in high school, like pick a major, like not that. And lots of people don't even get jobs in what their major is, but it's like the way that it's always been, it is not a one size fits all world. And I want you to really take those words in. This is not a one size fits all world. So we have to stop living that way. We have to stop comparing ourselves. We have to stop giving so much of our prana, our life force energy, our sacred light to what is not serving us. If we're giving it away, if we're focusing so much on what we lack or what we want to change about ourselves, we can't focus on, hmm, I wonder what makes me me. What really lights you up? What do you really enjoy doing? When's the last time you just spent time alone, just being with yourself? When's the last time you tried something new? When's the last time you're really bad at something and okay with it? When's the last time you let yourself open up to somebody? When's the last time you had a really deep conversation with the person that you lay next to every night? When's the last time you tried a brand new restaurant or a new dish at your favorite restaurant? Like we're in this loop, right? We get so conditioned and we're in this loop, but it only takes tiny shifts to really make our life force energy explode and to attract different things into our reality. But it always starts with me. It always starts with us. I'm going to share this right now because I'm feeling this download and I don't know why, but here it goes. So I tap into past lives with people and it's funny because I've had some clients who will come in for um, healing or sound bath or something and we'll get talking about this and um, and all of a sudden, you know, they'll start asking about their past and a bunch of past lives will come through or little blurbs of their past lives will come through. And the other day I've studied, I've sat with some of my past lives. I've had very close contact and deep messages from some of my past lives at different times in my life. Um, and so the, it just opens up. And the other day we were in the car, I picked the kids up from school and I don't know how the conversation started, but my oldest, she has a past life that is very close to it that part of her soul stays very connected to who she is in this lifetime. And like, I've seen it for a while and it's funny how it's intertwined with her personality and things that she, like, she gets so offended, genuinely offended when people use bad, um, 
table manners or when they burp and don't say excuse me or when they slurp out of their drink. And it's funny because that is a part of the personality of this past life. It was like a Southern debutante or something. She's very formal. Um, she's very into her studies and very proper. And so Rylan has parts of that within her soul and her experience here. So she's asking me all about these different past lives. And she has been obsessed with Paris, going to Paris since she was like two. I remember we went to Target and there were um, little shirts and there was like the Eiffel Tower on one. One had Audrey Hepburn and something about, you know, France. And then another one was like a little French poodle. These are all at different times, but she was always drawn to that. So as we're in the car and she's talking, she's like, mom, what are some of my other past lives? What are some of my other past lives? And as she keeps asking me, like these pieces keep unfolding and this one showed up and it was her and I, and it was us um, in France. Like I was a French woman and she was my, my daughter, my little girl. But the energy that came forward was like this, French woman was like, you don't apologize for being you. You don't apologize for doing things differently. And it was like, as I was talking, I was feeling this come over me and it was on her as well. And so I've really been thinking about this and now things have been popping up. Like I almost, I was on Pinterest the other day and I'm looking up like um, French fashion. And then I had this download and I was like, I really need to learn about the French Revolution. So all of this stuff is coming through, but the main download and the main feeling I could tell or lesson that she was trying to give me was being authentically, uniquely you is absolutely beautiful. It is, it is necessary. And so she was saying like, without being apologetic about it, you need to step into who you are completely. And I felt this. And so this is where all of this came from was like, when in my life did I feel the most love? Did I have the most success? Have I had the most success? Have I built, have I done things that almost feel seamlessly like it's come together? It's when I have stripped the need to be something for somebody else, to dim my light so that they feel comfortable, to keep myself a little bit more quiet so that that person doesn't get offended. When in reality, no, it was when I completely stepped into who I am, not worrying or caring so much about what other people think or even what I think about what I'm lacking. Because you can't put your energy on what you're lacking and what you want to grow at the same time. It doesn't work. If anything, it just keeps you neutral. So finding ways to fall in love with yourself. And it's a cool exercise to do. If you see things in other people, we're all connected, right? We're all connected. Everything is connected. So if you see something in somebody else that you love or you admire, maybe instead of right away, you know, because we've been, again, so conditioned to compare, 
You look at that person and what you admire about them and you remind yourself that that is within you as well because we're all connected. So if you love somebody's work ethic, that means it's rising within you. If you love somebody's determination and the way they treat their body, that is also within you. But the only way that you're going to discover that and the way that it's going to, you're going to move best or work best or feel your best is if you get to know who you are authentically. And that can be a really scary place to be when you're starting out because it's overwhelming and it's confusing. So what do we do as adults? We get busy and we get really consumed with the mental chatter of thinking about relationships that haven't worked out or things that haven't worked out or that person that cut you off last week or, you know, our mind keeps us so busy, but our soul is asking us to just stop, pause, sit with self a little bit, get uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, it means you're doing something right. If it feels unfamiliar, just trust that this is you stripping all of that and getting to know who you are. I'm a big fan of journaling. I talk about it all the time. So maybe sitting with self again, maybe sitting with yourself and saying to yourself, okay, I am me. There is no one else that is me. I am here for many reasons. Life is meant to be a beautiful experience. What can I do to feel that beautiful, unique experience? What can I do differently? Maybe it's finally, you know what? I'm going to go on that date night. You know what? I'm going to call the girls up and I'm going to go and I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to be around people who make me feel good. Or maybe it's that I'm going to simply sit with myself right now. I want you to have everything that you desire. I want you to feel so fulfilled in your relationships with others and with yourself. I want you to look in the mirror and smile and your first thought be, I'm amazing. I am beautiful. I am me. That is awesome. I want you to feel good because I know what it feels like to feel like shit. I know what it feels like to want to exit. I know what it feels like to be so sick and tired of who you are. And so maybe it's not that extreme for you, but maybe you're stuck in that cycle. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're like, what is next? If I continue to do this for the next 15 years, I'm just going to. So that's great. So go ahead and Try something new, but it starts with us. It starts with self. You are beautiful. You are worth it. You are capable. You are uniquely you. And that is exactly what the world needs right now. So maybe tell that little negative voice to shut up because that positive one needs to come forward. You can do this. I would love to connect with you. 
head over to Instagram. You can find me at bebougie.behippie. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Eileen DeSalle. Go ahead and shoot me a message. I've got some really great collabs coming up. I've got some awesome guests coming on. Um, but until then, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you tap into a little piece of what's uniquely you. I would love to hear it. Journal, sit with self, have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening again. You are loved. You are enough. And I will talk to you soon.